In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Welcome to So Bad It's Good. Uh, This is your buddy Ryan. This is your Friday episode, or should I say episodes. Uh, You got a two-part, you got two parts. Yeah, you got this part, which we are going to talk about. Uh, the podcast that Chris and Doty did with Nick Vile, I'm going to give you a, a rundown of everything was that was said because there was a lot of things. That, I mean, this Chris and Doty is a wealth of information, a cornucopia of facts. I mean, who knows if they're facts, but of information. And then we have a conversation about this week's Vanderpump Rules, uh, plus everything surrounding it, all the new dirt, all the new gossip, how we feel about everything with Kiki Monique at the Talk of Shame. She's one of my favorite people to talk to, and we have, I had a blast. Hopefully she had a blast, too. I think she had fun. We had fun. This We, we did this interview around uh, 2 p.m. today on Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. 
<clears throat> and uh, it's it's great. And then part two, I've already finished. I did that afterwards. It's like a two two hour recap of Wednesday night's episode. Yeah, I have fully lost my mind. I'm insane, you guys. There's just too much to talk about. Like, I don't know how you just put out one podcast a week or two. I mean, there's just too much. There's too many good people to talk to. There's too much amazing information going around. There's, I don't know. It's it's like, I, I'm, I'm, nobody is asking me to work this hard, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I, it's, it's the only thing keeping me sane right now. So, you know, you got three hours of content coming at you today, but I think it's all top notch, you guys. I'm telling you that recap. I literally go insane. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice right now. It's really, um, it's really rough and gra- <clears throat> gravelly because I'm doing the Raquel Rachel impression that I do, and <laughs> it goes ah, you know, it's like a shaky voice. But <laughs> you guys, this is how professional I am. To do the shaky voice, I grab a hold of my windpipe. <laughs> And I literally shake it so it goes, ah. And it turns out if you do that for two hours, it really aggravates your windpipe. So the ultimate joke is on me, folks. At the end of the day, remember, no matter how hard I make fun of all of these people, even though I make some really solid points, I'm the biggest idiot. Let's just put that out there right now. Speaking of the biggest idiot, I don't know if you saw Lala online today. I don't mean she's the biggest idiot, but... Um, you know, potentially me, but I said this thing, which I still really hold to, but I had done this post earlier, um, and it was a tweet and then I I put it over to Instagram and I just said, Katie was completely justified in her feelings for Raquel on Wednesday's episode because she admittedly was trying to make out with Schwartz after so many, you know, after so many hints and even just flat out telling Raquel, yo, this isn't cool. It hurts my feelings. There's so much involved here. You wouldn't understand. But I said, now Lala, on the other hand, just came off really mean seeing that no one has ever tried to steal Randall because that's like, you know, the people that tried to steal Randall were the people that wanted to be like in B, B movies. You know what I'm saying? Or wanted to be around the kind of wealth that he lied about allegedly. Um, and, and I really, and then I put an attractive photo of Randall because there's no ugly photos of Randall. And I thought this was just, this is how I felt upon first viewing the episode. And, uh, another account by wig, hello drama mentioned that Lala is still mad at Randall and that anger is potentially coming out in other places, which I thought was such an interesting point and topic of conversation because that anger that Lala potentially, if that is correct, I personally would want to see more than that, more of that and more of what's going on in Lala's life instead of having that anger seep out uh, over people that like to me, I consider punching down. I always consider Lala fairly strong and all of that stuff. And Raquel, I've always considered really weak. So to me, that's punching down. Now you might go, oh, Ryan, well, she's a monster and Raquel is a full blown monster. But in some ways, I still find it punching down because, listen, up until this week's episode, Raquel didn't know um, that you couldn't put, you know, you couldn't put aluminum foil in a microwave. You know what I'm saying? She's potentially burned down homes because of this. Anyways, Lala saw this and by my, my God, you know, 
it's always the worst day when you get a bunch of texts from friends and all of this stuff that have your number on top of hundreds of DMs going, did you see this? Did you see this? It's like, yeah, I saw that. Like, listen, I don't want to bum out Lala or anybody. I really do stand by what I said. I'm trying to find Lala's, um, Lala's post. So many people, (laughs) so many people sent it to me. Let's see here. Let me just find one of these. I love when people send it to me like I didn't see it. So she she cut off the picture of Randall. Just put my uh, comment. And she go why do why do why do we have to keep schooling people on life? I don't know. You know why do we have to keep schooling people on life? The the thing is, and I talk a lot about this in the recap and even in the conversation with Kiki because we you know she had already seen it at that point. Why do we have to keep schooling people on life? So I think that means why do. Wh- I think she means like, why am I trying to like, I don't know. But what I would say is that if you watch a lot of these episodes, the thing that I I don't think is anybody's like self-reflecting on sometimes their own behavior, because Lala as a character, I don't know her in real life, tries to school everybody on everything. She seems like she knows the right path. Um, And whether that is true or not, I don't know, but that's how she comes off on the TV show. Anyways, she also lets us know her situation is delicate. There's legal aspects uh, involved. Um, Although I shared it all, who knows what will be put in this season. I do know one day everything that I'm dealing with behind the scenes will be revealed, which is like, hell yes. At the end of the day, this is another one of those things is don't point fingers at women. And we talk a lot about, about this in the recap on part two of this show today is that I always I'm just curious why when men do these horrible things, including Sandoval, it is appropriate to share complete anger and mystification about Raquel's, Rachel's behavior, but Randall is the ultimate creep. Um, two, you can say all day long, if this never happened with Scandaball, Lala would, nev- would have looked mean. Some of you act so brand new to me. You know the drill by now. I've never liked Raquel. She's always triggered me. Now we know why. Durr, it's a big F, y'all. It's not that big of an if. I mean, it's not that big of an if. You know, we do know the drill by now. We've been watching these shows as long as you've been in these shows. She's a fan of these shows as well, as we've seen on some of her scenes when she's watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is how it would have been. Like, if this hadn't have come out, they could have still been cheating on each other. But if we didn't know by now, I'm telling you, and the people that put that show together, Vanderpump Rules, know that that would have made Rachel Raquel look like an underdog. We know now, and thank God it's not that way. But yeah, we also know Lala has not liked her from the beginning. Um, three, I've made many bad decisions in my life while drinking. That all came together on October 22nd, 2018. The day I decided to get sober, I made decisions I was not proud of, things that wouldn't have happened had I been clear, clear and sober. It's not an excuse, it's fact. Dude, I'm. that's the coolest thing in the world that she became sober. There's like no joke in that at all. I mean, what an amazing thing to be able to recognize you have a problem and deal with it. Period. Four, she says, my words are intense. I got that. Things I say at times are completely out of pocket. However, words are words. I'm about actions. Raquel was full of friendly words. Her actions, not so much. Totally agree with that. So this by anything, you know, this was really light. Lala could have gone way harder. And and I, I'm glad, you know, I could have gone way harder too. But it's still how I felt watching the episode. And that's what I wanted to tell you guys. I take this stuff really seriously. I try to be as silly and goofy as possible. And I make so many silly memes. Uh, I make tons of mistakes and things like that. But I'm always going to tell you how I feel about something. Just like I respect how you feel about something. Um, and and 
this was not a great episode for Lala, even in retrospect of all of that stuff. And, it, you know, what I think is... I've talked a lot about Lala this week, just in regards to the Daryl merchandise and all of this stuff. And at the end of the day, I'm cognizant of the fact that she is trying to provide for her family. She is dealing with a very rough situation. I don't think it is out of pocket of me to say that I would be fascinated to know what she's actually dealing with. And I look forward to the day uh, of her being able to reveal all of that. And for me and hopefully everyone to support that, because what has come out about this dude, if you read the LA Times article and so many other things that have come out, is he is not a very good guy. And uh, I just always think it's interesting with these shows when you have a physical document, even though it's heavily edited and all of these things, um, is that sometimes I feel like the behavior is just like, wow, don't you remember season four? Don't you remember season five? Don't you remember season six? I'm not talking just about with Lala, but anybody. I mean, Jax Taylor is coming back to watch what happens live next Wednesday. And I keep cracking up because I'm like, wait a sec. Is he like coming on as a character witness for Tom? As somebody that's previously cheated and lied about it a bunch? Because if Jax comes on there and Jax or anybody that knows Jax, because I know there are people that listen that know Jax, please warn him against like doing a like a field day celebration on uh, Sandoval's downfall. You can have a little bit a bit about that, but remember, we all watch these shows. We've been watching them now more than ever, and uh, I'm all for a hero's story and and some kind of uh, resolution. Even just like Lala becoming sober and seeing how that works and how she's uh, come to a really great place with her sobriety. I hope Jax is all of the things that he says he is now. But it would be wild for him to come out uh, as any kind of, um, you know, on any kind of moral high horse, you know. But I'm, I'm really interested to see next week on Watch What Happens Live, which is next Wednesday. By the way, we are really in the the throes of a, of a Vanderpump Zance where Watch What Happens Live for the last two Wednesdays have gotten the highest ratings Watch What Happens Live has gotten in years. This Wednesday's episode with Katie and Danny Pellegrino got even bigger ratings than the Wednesday before with Lisa Vanderpump. And I was so flipping happy about that. And I'm sure this next Wednesday is going to get really high ratings. So that is huge for the network, huge for Andy, huge for all of those guys. Very excited about it. So moving on really quick. Um, and also just really quick, thank you for all the messages about my mom. Um, I'm going to get to go back and see her, I believe next week. My, my, after my, my dog is, my dog is ill as well. And my ex had to go back and visit her family. And it's like so much, so much crap is going on right now. You guys, just like it is with your lives. So it has been so hard to get ever to keep everything going. And then when I get to sit down in front of this desk and do all of this, I just, it just kind of, I'm able to kind of breathe because in real life it is so hard to breathe right now if that makes sense um so thank you for all of your messages uh if you like the show please rate it five stars on apple Podcasts and spotify if anything does happen to this show i will let you guys know in some way make sure you follow the instagram make sure uh because hopefully big things are happening i hope a lot of things uh, things are in the works i can't wait to share with you when I can share with you and uh, just put out good thoughts, good vibes for me and my family, and, and I'll, I'll put out good vibes for you and your family. How about that? Okay. And also the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. I talk through that really fast because I get really creeped out when I have to promote myself. Okay. Let's talk about this Nick Vile. You guys know him. He was uh, the, the, the guy on The Bachelor. He does this podcast, insanely popular. I don't know if you listen to the Monday Pop Culture Roundup with me and Sophie, but we've had choice words 
about Nick Vile in the past. And I did not get, I did not have time to listen to this podcast. So Maritza Lopez, who does all of the amazing graphics for this podcast and so much more, a confidant, she's part of the Brain Trust, she took notes for this. And by the way, thank you to Maritza. Thank you to Sandra Fryer that works for me. Thank you to, to Marissa, who takes so many amazing notes for me. I have so many cool people that help me along the way. Um, so uh, just a huge thank you. Okay, let's give you some of the dirt in this podcast. So Kristen says that Raquel is fraudulent to the core. Okay, agree, agree already, Kristen. Kristen said, word within the friend group is that Raquel and Tom hooked up after the Havasu trip, which we saw this Wednesday. I still believe that to be true. A lot of people want to believe it was happening in Coachella, Coachella, which I said I was at. That guy that was on Jamie Lynn's podcast, who was on this podcast yesterday, said that. I just didn't see it, but at this point... I don't know. Listen, at this point, you could tell me that Tom can spit fire out of his ass. And I'd be like, well, it's possible. He might have hid it from me, but it's possible. Uh, Kristen says it takes a real type of evil person to cheat on your partner of almost a decade, almost immediately after Ariana had to put Charlottetown. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I'm agreeing with Dodie. Full on. Kristen says Ariana is humiliated. Ariana said it was good to get away from to Mexico from everything. Ariana said she's afraid of being alone with her thoughts. Exactly, man. That's what I tell you about mental health. We're very open about mental health on this podcast because, you know, I would say 80% of humanity deals with it in some form and you will be dealing with it in some form at some point in your life. But for those of people who deal with it on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis, it's not the time sometimes that you're around your friends or your family. Sometimes that's a respite. The times that are the scariest is when you are alone, when you're not talking, when you're not actively doing something. And that's the thing is that when you get into these funks, you don't want to do anything. But that is like, so I'm so glad that she is constantly doing things. She really does have this good group of people that don't want to be on TV around her. Um, and I just, you know, I think that is the the coolest thing ever. Uh, for her. But man, it is going to be so hard, I would imagine. Kristen said that Raquel is dumb and has no personality. Okay, yeah, yeah. She says we can see why Sandoval likes Raquel because Ariana has a backbone and Raquel does not. Dude, have I not been saying this? Sandoval, I think, is partly attractive, attracted to somebody like Raquel because she's new and he can jam any thought in there that he wants to. Now, do I think he's cognizant of that? Probably not, but I think at its core, that's what this is potentially about. Now, when, every time I've been around them, Ariana and, like, it's been very loving. But Ariana's in a relationship, too, where Ariana like, can, like, like, oh, Tom. You know, like, you know I'm saying? It's a relationship. It's not literally just kissing this dude's ass 24-7. Like, literally, I would have done that. <laughs> I would have kissed his ass 24-7. Are you cool? Um... Raquel is probably validating everything Tom needs validated, uh, how talented he is, his pedophile mustache. I didn't say that. Kristen said that. Kristen says she worships the ground Ariana walks on after she herself. Yeah, okay. Okay. Kristen and Nick agree that 40-year-old guys like Schwartz and Sandoval have Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, I mean, I agree with this as well, but I also think it's the industry in terms of not only the bar industry, but also the reality show industry. They have all of us fans uh, blowing smoke up their ass, even to this day. All the bad stuff that is coming out about these guys, you still have girls going, I'd fuck him. Yeah, doesn't matter. Mm-mm-mm. And that always is wild because I, uh, you know, I hear from so many people and so many fans day in, day out. And it is like I'll hear those comments all the time. Like, it doesn't matter. It's wild. Um, Kristen says she went to Ariana's house right after the breakup. We heard that already. 
says Ariana and Tom filmed a scene for the show right when the affair came out. She said Sandoval was not apologetic and gaslit Ariana, blaming her for the affair. Tom told Ariana that she never supports him and never validates him. That must be deep within his mind and his soul because every time that I've seen them, it's like even when I saw like me and Kiki were with Ariana at the the Crappy Awards a couple weeks ago, she was even complimenting that him then and he wasn't even there. And every time I've seen them all at all at those concerts and the shows. I mean, listen, it turns out maybe Raquel was there uh, a couple more shows than her, but like she was always there. She was I don't know what other kind of support you can give. Um Ariana told Kristen during their scene in VPR that Tom said our relationship was about convenience and contentment, not love and romance. That's the kind of shit that just burns. Doesn't it burn you up, you guys? And also, you don't say something that cruel after you've been caught for doing something so idiotic. Like, my God. Like, I mean, don't even forget about chivalry. What about just some basic human decency? Um... So, uh, Nick said Sandoval had an opportunity to do the right thing and fall on the sword. Nick says Tom needs to do therapy to stop this pattern of destruction. (laughs) Kristen said she started therapy after her breakup with Sandoval and learned from her mistakes. Kristen says he needs to humble himself and see if the public forgives him. Uh, Ariana's college friend Meredith and Kristen asked Tom to give Ariana space. Tom said it's my house too, and she can leave if she wants. I know Meredith a little bit, and and she's a really good person, one of Ariana's closest friends uh, from, you know, growing up. Um, Kristen says Sandoval told his mom in December about the affair. She says Schwartz knew a month before. Schwartz says he pushed Sandoval to tell Ariana. Kristen says she thinks he knew longer than what he is coping to, copying to. Um... I don't believe like the Schwartz thing, the more pictures come out. And by the way, I've been sent pictures like a week ago of all the pictures of Joe uh, Schwartz's girlfriend that I mean, like, let's just call it what it is. It's like, you know, it's not just his roommate. Um, I don't personally care one way or the other. I just don't want Katie's feelings to get even more hurt. Um, But it shows pictures of Sandoval, Raquel, Joe and Schwartz. Sounds like they're all not being honest, you know, and and they were it looked like from the pictures that they were like kind of double dates. Didn't see Ariana anywhere in there. Um, And I just believe like if Schwartz was going to like remember when uh, Jack Scott busted for cheating with Faith and Schwartz said something like, oh, I was going to like lie for him if it came down to it. And that was for Jack's. Imagine what he would do for Sandoval. And listen, I'm not saying Schwartz is evil and Schwartz is bad, but Schwartz does have his loyalties, and you've got to remember that. Kristen says Schwartz's new girlfriend, Joe, was her best friend for eight years. She says they haven't talked since July, which July is around the time when they're saying this romance started because of all of this. The reason why she thinks Schwartz knew way before was because over the fall, Schwartz, Joe, Sandoval, and Raquel were hanging out all the time, like I just said. Kristen says Raquel didn't write her statement. She obviously had a crisis PR team write it. Uh, we've already talked about that last week. Kristen says Raquel is not sorry for what she did. She did. She says she is just sorry she got caught in all the bad press. She says it's convenient that Raquel gets a restraining order right before the reunion. Kristen says Sheena did not hit Raquel. We've said this as well, that she pushed her. Um, she says Raquel claimed she was leaving LA to heal with her family, but was caught by paparazzi walking in West Hollywood with no marks on her face. Um, uh, Kristen says Charlie sucks. I don't agree with that. 
She says she doesn't know why Charlie was on social media fighting with Raquel's sister. I know because Raquel's sister piped up to something that Charlie said and Charlie like immediately attacked her because it was like, get the F out of here. We talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. Um, Nick said uh, that Tom preyed upon Raquel's vulnerability. Kristen said you're being too generous and they're both to blame. Kristen says she doesn't think Raquel was taken advantage of. I mean, it does take two to tango. Kristen says Ariana was the be- was the best friend of Raquel, let her sleep in the house, fed her, spent Thanksgiving together. True. Nick asks, uh, I don't know, there's a couple of, Kristen says she tricked a producer into, this is, this really burned me up. Kristen says she tricked a producer into telling her that Tom and Raquel kissed on camera. She lied to a producer saying she knew already and it was confirmed. Which actually, if that's what that means, that means Dodie was the leak for that was it us weekly or tmz when this first like remember that weekend a couple weekends ago when this first broke that broke that they did a kissing scene that means Dodie was the one that leaked that that weekend i just put that together because i was like remember when we heard that but it said uh you know a, a source that means Dodie was the source if Dodie lied to the producer damn Dodie, that's so that's wild man uh, Kristen says Ariana showed her a long text apology from Sandoval. Kristen says production was going to ask Ariana if she would film a scene with Raquel, but decided not to. That's very good. Kristen says Ariana and Raquel have not spoken at all. Um, she says Tom is giving in generous. She says he is the male version of her in terms of making sure everyone is okay. You know what? I agree with this too. Like he really was that dude that went around and it's just so sad because it's like he couldn't make sure the one person that he'd been with for a long time was okay. Um, She now thinks Tom just needs validation for helping others. Nick wonders how Tom Sandoval can take his mother's money for a restaurant or a bar, which is volatile industry. Kristen says that Tom hooked up with someone in the band, not the girl that everyone thinks, another girl who was fired. Kristen says Tom pays the band for practices and performances. We knew that already. Didn't know that he had hooked up with the girl that was fired. I'm curious where she got that information from. Kristen says Sheena and Katie have been in the same room, but they're not friends and are not talking. They're all in a group chat for Ariana. Kristen says Schwartz should have told Sandoval to not do this to Ariana. Yeah, but did you ever imagine Schwartz doing that? She says Ariana was a good friend of Schwartz. She was. Um, Kristen says Lisa's motherly thing is an act. She thinks Lisa. Yeah, of course. I said this last week. I, you know, I was so disappointed about her Lisa's performance on Watch What Happens Live. It made it seem like it was like, oh, oh, behave. This is what people do. We cheat, darling. Yes. Um, and that's Lisa Vanderpump shtick. I, I think I really like Lisa. I'd like to see her on Beverly Hills again, but I think you're expecting too much from her, like I did last week, to really kind of show us or 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 kind of be with us in in terms of the gravity of this situation. Anywho, you guys, that is that. Let's get to Kiki right now because you got a long day ahead of you or this weekend. Remember, part two is bonkers. If you want a lot of silly laughs, Go listen to that recap. I mean, it gets deep at times, but it is, you got to hear the Raquel stuff. I'm really proud. It's probably, it's probably my finest work. <laughs> I love you guys. I hope you have the best weekend ever. Kiki Monique at the Talk of Shame. If you don't follow her, what's wrong with you? But I know you already do. We just have a fabulous, fun conversation. I think this is such a great listen. I hope you guys enjoy it. 
and I'll talk to you on part two. So remember, this is going to release part one and then part two, you can just click on part two. It's going to say part two and you just go there and that's it. And I'll talk to you guys on Monday unless you're on the Patreon. I'll probably talk to you this weekend. Bye. You guys, welcome to your Friday episode of So Bad It's Good. Today, I usually do this solo, but I, listen, I don't have the strength, man. I mean, we're, I mean, we're, we're at the tail end of the season. I feel, oh no, we've got three more months of the season and I am on my last legs already. So I needed somebody stronger than me to come in and talk me through my mental breakdown about Vanderpump Rules. This week's episode, all of the surrounding information, and there is no better person to do this. You know her as the Instagram account and the TikTok account, the talk of shame. Uh, She just wrote this fabulous article for Betches as well, which I'm going to link to in the show description. You need to read it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Kiki Monique. Kiki, what is up? Oh my God, I missed you. Even though I saw you recently, but I still missed you. (laughs) Yes, well, you guys... I, I've told this story. It's like we were at uh, the the Crappy Awards for Watch What Crappens. And, you know, it's like we were Ariana was there. We were all like, I mean, this was the Friday before all of this broke on the, the next Friday. And we were then we went to an after party thing. And I uh, my knee was like, like just messed up. I got out of there. You guys went to the the bar inside the bar and you kept going. And what, I mean, what was that experience like? Because by the way, in retrospect, I'm like, now I wish I would have gone. But I thought I was like, oh, look how grown up you are, Ryan. Your knee hurts. It's raining. Yeah. What are you going to do? Just keep drinking. Just go home and, and rest up. What, I mean, what did I miss? You know what? You actually missed a lot. And I was like, I really ah. wanted you to turn around and come home. Because, I look, I almost missed it, too, because you and I called Ubers at the same time. And yeah. my Uber canceled right as everyone was going into the club. <laughs> and I said, you know what? It's a sign. Fine. I'll go in. Another sign that was like, because, you know, I am not one of the, I do not like to stand around clubs, be hot, sweaty. My back hurts. I'm like a little bit. That's what I was thinking. Bit. I was like, I'm just going to be sweating in there. Like I sweat it all over the Wiltern, you know, <laughs> but I get in there. I go to the bar. It's not too crowded. Um, get a tequila, turn around. And it's like where it's like the seas parted and it was like, Whoa. And there was like this beautiful pink bay cat section that just like cleared and i was like what i beelined it and i was like then we had this little vip area and we just pile it and i was like okay this i can do as long as i have like a nice like vip table where i can like be on the dance floor but also be just like seat dancing like i like to seat dance you know (laughs) (laughs) you're a professional seat dancer that's what i've always heard um but also it was like a really fun night and ariana was having a really fun time logan came dana came later you know like it was it was just a really fun night even when i was there there was nothing like dramatic or precipitous of like what was to come literally the next week it was just a good time and ariana's a fun hang like regardless of the show it was so much fun and like i was so like i think she she actually followed me after that night and i was like i felt really special i was like i've joined the the follow you were already being followed by her <laughs> She she regrets that every day of her life. No, uh, I mean it was the Kyle Richards Beverly Hills. We were all so happy that day. Yeah, uh, we had no idea what was yet to come. Um, and you've been on now the Vanderpump beat, like we all all of us internet weirdos have. And new information keeps coming out every day. And we were just talking about before we came on is that it's wild because people are so starved for scandal information that it it it's. 
clouding the situation and it's diluting the situation at the same time because any piece, like I'm hearing the same pieces of information day in, day out. Then somebody will throw a new thing out there that there's like, sometimes there's just no truth to it. It gets really confusing. Your account, um, I always think is like such a clear, uh, you know, lighthouse, bright light to, to signal what is actually true and what you should follow. How do you decipher what to, to cover and what not in this whole mess? There are very specific people that are very close to the situation that I know are giving me good information. And some of it I can talk about and some of it I can't. And for the some of it that I can't, but is like interesting and I think provides a lot more context, I will continue to go around to the other people to get them to verify it. Because I'm like, if I can get if I can get the heat off of the person that I'm not supposed to be hearing it from. Yeah, by the way, confirmed. I text with Kiki all the time. Like, I mean, I have, I've started to like, I'm really bad at this, but I'll text Kiki if I'm like, hey, did, did you hear this? Did you hear that? Uh, but, you, you know, like, yeah, it's like. I even sit on information or I even like, I don't say everything that I know, neither do you, because if you said something at the wrong time in the wrong space, that turns out to be false or you actually do upset the person that you, you know, it was told to. I mean, it's like, I'm just, I'm not that desperate, you know, to be a part of this. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. It's like, and I think that some of it is important and some of it is just purely like, I know, I just want to know it for myself. And I know that it's like not important to tell, but you're just like, Ooh, it's so juicy. Um, But yeah, it's hard because when you see information that you know is false, but the only way you can combat it would be like revealing a source. You just let it go. And that's the hardest part. Cause you're like, you know, that that narrative is going to go out and everyone is again, they're so starved for like, what scandal? Like I'm going to gulp it up. Yes. I want it. Like, they don't care. <laughs> You're telling me he ate a ham sandwich the day that this happened? Yeah. No, it is. I mean, and I think it's like even the stuff that we don't know. And I think that's what keeps it going, too, is because I think we're horrified in our minds to our imaginations run wild because this is so horrible. Even the stuff we know, you're like, oh, oh, my God, what about the stuff we don't know? Stuff keeps coming out. And then on top of it, I you always forget there's an actual show on Wednesday nights every week that feeds into this frenzy around it we're like looking over this thing like the zapruder film looking for like <laughs> like context clues and it's just uh i've never like i've been watching this show for so long and i've been doing this podcast for three years and i and i i mean we've lived through the erica jane the jen shaw like i have not seen anything like this i think no when i got that alert last night on my phone from the New York Post that was like, Ariana Maddox has spoken. I was like, this is wild. This this didn't come from, like, Paige. This came from New York Post. Like, this is global. And that is wild. I got one of, the, like, the greatest DMs from a friend who was like, I'm just going to say that, like, your account has been so amazing to just follow. And I feel like the 10 years that I put into watching this show is finally paying off because for the better. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's all the people that are coming like, oh, you just came to Vanderpump. You started watching now and you're going to tell me what's happening. No, 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 right? no. I will tell you what happened in the last seven seasons before. Like, you know, it is wild, though. It's like, oh, finally, all that time that my parents said I was wasting pays off. <laughs> I don't. It's like, I 
feel like a, a little bit protective. Like I'm like, you just started watching like during lockdown or like, you know, a month ago, like you're not part of the club. You don't get to. Oh, they want it so badly. I mean, Bethany Frankel, every, I mean, everybody's like, I want to, I want a little taste of that scandal. Like, let me, <laughs> let me say something about that scandal. It is funny. Like you're getting a list actors and P I mean, they really come running. I mean, Lisa Vanderpump all of a sudden acted like she cared about the show as of last week, you know? I know. When I saw that Sarah Michelle Geller post, I said, this is where everything <laughs> has changed. <laughs> this is special. Well, and I think, uh, you know, speaking to that is that it, it's, I think it's horrifying because Ariana does have such a good reputation on the show, but like, you know, nobody really has bad things about her, you know, to say about her, even the, around her. Like, it's not like, oh, she's good on the show, but she's a real dick in real life. Like, you just yeah. don't hear that from people. I mean, Lala, I think, was the closest one to say, well, they're a little different than they how present themselves on camera as to off camera in an interview she did like a month ago before any of this broke. But other than that, you don't, you know, I think that's why it hurt because I, it, it I just, I didn't see this coming. I really just didn't. Yeah. Of all the people that she could have screwed over and perhaps maybe we would have maybe been on her side, depending on who she decided to screw over. Like it never would have been Ariana. Never. I just, I mean, cause like if you had told me like, oh, you know, Jack's cheated again, I wouldn't, it wouldn't even raise my heart rate. I would just be like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a tiger doesn't train to stripes or like something yeah. like that. And you could make that argument. The same thing with Sandoval is that, okay, well he cheated on Kristen and he did this and Miami girl, you know, there's this whole thing now that you look closer at and you're like, oh my God, maybe this was right all along. But Ariana made you believe that this man was a better man and that, your all your focus then went on dummy jacks or dummy schwartz or dummy you know the people that were just outright cheating on their partners all along and maybe look like maybe if sandoval had just like gone to vegas and cheated again right maybe we wouldn't have cared so much i think it's just the combination of like who it was the length of time it was and the secrecy that had to happen and Schwartz knowing there was just too many that too many things that added up. And I guess the part that made me feel sort of bad is because, look, sometimes we have been in relationships where people cheated and we stayed with them. And I don't know if Ariana would have made that decision, but it was like she didn't have a choice when it became such a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's what I keep saying? Like Tom and Raquel, Rachel, like they had seven months, maybe more to catch up to the idea of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Ariana had a couple of days. Yeah. Ariana found out, you know, like, and that's the one thing I do keep hearing from all of my sources was that this truly was a surprise. People might've thought she had a schoolgirl crush in, in regards to Raquel, but like nobody knew for sure. Sure. Maybe that will change and come out differently in a couple of weeks, but that like everybody keeps saying the same thing was that it is, is shocking for the people that just hang out with them on a daily basis as it was for us to find out. Yeah, like I hate the people who are like, this is just all for the show. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, this is you, real. I mean, also, this is her real life. Uh, okay, but all, I, that, I just, I always push back that against that so hard because I'm like, okay, run that down with me. Okay, so this is fake. So you're sell- telling me 
the two doofuses that couldn't even like wake up in Vegas for the like to go see Lisa Vanderpump and Nick Elaine to pick out like fixings because they got so hammered and got tattoos the night before. You're telling me these guys, they all came together, they had a big whiteboard, and they said, Let's plan this out. Let's and even like Freddie Dumb Mellencamp said the other day that Lisa paid Raquel to cheat with Sandoval. Like, let's like okay, so you're saying she paid was was a tax accountant involved? Was there a W nine? Was there like 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 you're th- you're saying all of these people that can barely manage their own lives and they're great on TV, but it's hard for them? You're telling me they all sat down and agreed on this that would publicly humiliate Sandoval and his business, uh, then Ariana and just her who she is as a person. It would like think about that. Like I I mean the the weirdo part of me is like oh wouldn't that be fascinating? But this would not be the group to do that. No, absolutely not. It is like, it's ridiculous. Exactly. Have we actually even thinking about that? Do we have an example to point to of something that has been that meticulously planned in terms of reality? I mean, like, I know the Hills at the very last episode, it pulls back and it showed it was like kind of scripted all along. But have we seen something or proof of anything that's like, this is a full blown conspiracy in this episode of reality television? I mean, I wouldn't say conspiracy, but I would say that it feels like the Schwartz thing did get pushed a little bit because that was sort of like, this feels like a storyline, you know, and like they could go along with it. But it wasn't a conspiracy. It was sort of like, hey, this like works for the season. And it's just interesting that like it ha- that has a whole other layer to it now of well, like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, even like last night's episode, you guys. Um, they, they and this to me is one of the setup things that they leaned into, and it's like kind of tacky every time they say it. But they're like, "I want to help you get your Schwartz back," and it's like, guys, like it's uh, like, oh, get the you know, get the force back, get your mojo. I'm like, it's I cringe every time they say it because it's such to me that is the kind of setup crap you do. Like Sheena's yeah. going like, "Oh, I want a storyline. I'm going to help you get your Schwartz back," and and Schwartz is like. I want to get my Schwartz back. I can feel it coming. Yes. And that to me is like, and also we know that they were pressured into Raquel and Schwartz kissing at Sheena's wedding. Everybody was pressuring, but I do want to push back a tiny bit in that this wasn't like a, a Sandoval going do this dude to cover for me because I'm banging Raquel. And it, it doesn't mean that Schwartz didn't know, but I'm just saying once again, like, Two things can be true at once, and it wasn't like, Ari- Ariana's on to me. I need you to kith Raquel. Schwartz was covering up for his own BS. He yeah. had, like, a, a, a half-girlfriend living with him at times. <laughs> and, like, by the way, isn't that funny that that was about to go down, like, right, like, two days before this all came out? Like, yeah. The Daily Mail had done a story. They had pictures. We had seen that clip in the never before seen of all of her jewelry. And that stuff was about to come out. And then this blew that away. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's like, it's so insane because, and that's again, that's why it's so real because they had plenty of things to go off on. And then this came out and of the And it would still have been a great season. Like it was already uh-huh. a great season. And this and the the thing is, we're not going to really see the implications of this until the very whatever how many ever many new episodes they're working on into season eleven, which I think is like a surefire. Uh, you know, they'll definitely have a season eleven, but we're not going to see the implications. We're just going to be looking for every clue in the book for every episode here on out, just like we did on last night's episode. 
Yeah, exactly. And now that we, you know, we got that podcast from Jamie and like kind of got the timeline, it's like perfect timing because now it's like, okay, we can eagle eye the rest of the episodes from here on out. Well, I mean, in in regards to, and that's the other thing I, I wanted to bring up too, is that, you know, we do know Dodie is coming back for, you know, the final episode or however many episodes there are. And Dodie is doing like, you know, the podcast tour thing. Like she, she did Nick Files podcast, The Vile File. She did her own podcast, which was very enlightening about being there that Friday night with Ariana for a little bit of it. And on the the Vile thing, there were a couple things that stood out to me. One was like on her podcast last week, she said, Schwartz is only known for about a month. And then on the Vile Files, like yesterday or today, whenever it came out, she said she he's now known since December. And I'm like, the, the thing I always like is, and I don't mean this mean to Dodie, but is Dodie a reliable narrator? I always use that um, phrase in reality shows of like, you believe somebody that's a reliable narrator. Sometimes like if, if Jax were to say something, you'd have to take it with a grain of salt because he's proven to be an unreliable narrator. What, you know? Yeah. And I also think that like the rest of us, Kristen is being inundated with plenty of information too. And I oh, think totally. that sometimes maybe she gets things like wrong because she is like remembering things and she's like, she'll say one thing and then another thing contradicts it. And it's like, um, so it's kind of like, I do take everything with a grain of salt, but then it's like, okay, who is around who right now and who's talking to who? That's who I want to listen to. Um, And I just felt like, again, Jamie and Kale, who were friends with Sheena and Raquel and really seemed to have the most reliable information. I was like- Oh, I mean, they were just talking. There wasn't even like, it was just, it was a really fascinating podcast, which by the way, you guys, if you haven't, Jamie is on my podcast or was on my podcast Thursday where we talk about that interview. And I just thought it was a- I thought this is why I love podcasting when you can put out something so immediate and it's really a bird's eye view. It's something that we really are not privy to. And it shows you how much these people do hang out even when cameras are off. And that's what I find like, wow, because a lot of, you know, Beverly Hills housewives, they don't really hang out the way that these Vanderpump kids do. I mean, like Sheena's always hanging out with somebody. I mean, it's, and they have all of these other friends around them that are usually not even on the show but they have actual relationships. Yeah. And even Kristen said herself, you know, on, you know, the, the vile file, she said, I'm only shooting. I only shot the one scene with Ariana and I'm not coming back. I don't like that. Life is too dramatic for me, which, li- which leads me to believe that she <laughs> isn't really tight knit in this, you know, circle. And so again, she's getting information now because she's been pulled back in, but I don't think she's like, talking to these people on group chats every day she just is now hearing information like we are with probably closer people but she has a lot of it and she's and she's saying a lot of it well that's the fascinating part too is that you think about the machinations behind the scenes of like you know there's probably 10 different versions of these stories and who it's doled out to who they think they can trust the most and i just wonder where Dodie falls in line in terms of trusting the most i wonder where lala falls in line in trusting the most like you know we you know lala up to this point we've seen her have real issues with Sandoval and Ariana in multiple scenes over the years uh even into this season and now all of a sudden Lala has merch she's you know driving around a truck with the the ad on the <laughs> you know like I mean she's getting her bag and and like that is very Lala to me I just think the the Sandoval economy around is like wild to watch 
What did you think of Ariana's um, uh, welcome back to Instagram post last night? Well, first of all, it was clearly the only one that was written by the actual person. So that's like great, you know? You do really know when something's real, don't you? Like you can feel it. Yeah. And so it was just like, it it was just so awesome to just go through the comments and again, see all of the celebrities that are just like, yes, oh my gosh. Like, I think I saw some like. Hills people and like I can't even remember who all you I mean, had uh, like- Joe, Joe Biden, Tyga, <laughs> um, you had Tristan Thompson, you had all the greats in. in- <laughs> um, so that was just like super cool and um and and it was so funny because I was like I feel like she has to say something this week because it's like she can't stay silent forever and I mean not that she has to like be continually talking but it's like i didn't want her to feel silenced you know like you well, know this also, is- ariana likes to be on uh, tiktok instagram like not because of her she likes to view it as a viewer like yeah. she like will admit that she loves going around tiktok not looking for things about her she likes watching tiktok like and that's the thing i keep thinking sucks because i know she genuinely likes it so how much how crappy oh would that God. be something that you actually like and you see yourself pop up every third thing you know exactly that's why i was like oh god i hope she's not scrolling because yeah like every <laughs> my, was like, if, no, if this is scroll. what my fyp looks like i can't even imagine what <laughs> dude and like my, my with, IG's al- <laughs> with, I, with, with ig's algorithm she'll be popping up from like months ago so i'm like how long is this gonna go on oh. for her I love my FYP is like all scandal and then random Batman toys because I love Batman. So it's just like Batman action figures and scandal. Oh, did I lose you? I lost you. Hello. Wait, can you see and hear me or no? Oh, wait. Now Hello? you're wait. back. Okay. Sorry. You're good? Okay. Oh, I was just saying my FYP yeah. page is a mess. It's all Batman action figures and scandal because I love Batman. <laughs> and it's like, there's, <laughs> and it's like, there's no like swimsuit models or anything. It's like, you would think you're like, oh, this guy's a serial killer. Like, this guy's full on lost it. Um, we were also talking. So today, a couple hours ago, I woke up and I was thinking about last night's episode in terms of. Katie Maloney, uh, Lala, and uh, Christina Kelly, and R- R- Rachel Raquel's trip to Vegas. And I thought Katie Maloney was definitely like, dude, like, she, you know, Raquel has been very upfront about like multiple times, even though she knows how much it hurts Katie. She's like, yeah, I still try to make out with Schwartz. Like, I can see the not trusting and the like, but Lala, sometimes I feel like, you know, it's, as a viewer, just as a viewer on the show to not go like, okay, look at my behavior in the past and look at it now. She's maybe a younger version of me. I feel like there's no kind of introspection there and she fights against it so much. But anyways, I was, I I made an Instagram post and I also said, one of the things that I would like to see most of Lala is actually the stuff going on with Randall, because it truly is one of the more fascinating stories in Hollywood itself that this little mini Weinstein was running around. Anyway, she, uh, I think Heather McDonald, uh, and by the way, like Heather McDonald said something. I like Heather, uh, I pinned her comment, but I know Heather and Lala are close. I'm sure Heather sent that to Lala and Lala then made a story and set a bunch of points, uh, which I agreed with some of them. But I also think that's like, listen, like she knows the game as much as anybody else. And we're part of the game. Like we say what we think, unfortunately. Do you agree with that? Like, I mean, sometimes you might not like what I say and you might disagree with it. And sometimes I might be wrong, but I'm still going to say it. Like, I, I, I feel bad. I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but these are actually my opinions. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I will say when I I saw that posted on her story, I was like, oh, how's Ryan feeling right now? That's like it. Has I was actually scary. coming back from the doctor, and I was like, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> you know. And and look, I think she knows she's going to face criticism, but I think Lala is also going to milk it, and she's going to comment on anything right now because let's face it, like. Whatever anyone from Vanderpump says right now is going to get reposted and, and and give you the most engagement ever. So um, I'm not surprised that she commented on it. But, you know, again, I think that she has to expect she's going to get a lot of criticism. And, you know, and I know she mentioned in her, your, her comment to you that she can't. She did say it all, but a lot of it can't be aired because of legal I'm stuff. Sure there's, so it, yeah, I'm sure there's it legal It makes me things, believe obviously. that, yeah, Randall is fighting against, you know, whatever maybe they're trying to put out there about him since he's not a part of this cast. I don't know. Well, that's what I said even, even before they were shooting was that that's why it's really important for those LA Times articles to come out because then it gives an entrance point for the show to be able to talk about it without Lala being the one to bring it up. They really do need that entrance point because if Lala just like, you know, Lala just went like, oh, Randall's this, 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 that's actionable, even though we all agree with it, you can then, you know, potentially get Lala in legal trouble, even if it is true. But that's why those things like the LA Times article, I hope people around her bring that up. I hope, you know, I, I think that's the kind of stuff that should be highlighted because Lala's actual story is one of like having to hustle more than ever because of the position she was in and the position she's in now. And I think that's the one that's like, that's the one that I think highlights Lala's strength more than any of her commentary of whatever's going on with Raquel and Katie and stuff like that. Agreed. Because when I, you know, when I saw um, on the stories that Amber Childress showed up at Ocean's birthday party, I was like, oh my God, like this is a full circle moment. And, you know, maybe that can't, you know, be a part of the season because obviously it's happening now, but it's like, yeah, when we know more about like, that is happening in real life. We love to see that you have, it'll help us see your evolution. It's really hard to see Lala's evolution because we only know what we've seen in the past. And now everything that's happening currently can't be talked about. So she has to talk about other things. So it's like, we're always going to harken back to like the old Lala because that's all we really know right now. But also, I think it's 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 a similar in a uh, much different way. But I think about Carl on Summerhouse trying to learn to be a person without alcohol. And I'm not even talking about the alcohol, but you'll see sometimes Lala put her foot on the gas trying to, like, say outrageous things. She's like, yeah, and then I'm going to put a dick in a butt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she'll try to go so shock jock. And she'll be like, I don't care how many dicks you got in your mouth. And it's, sometimes I feel like I'm like, are you even into this? Or are you just, like, trying to get a good sound bite? Because she sells... Like, this is why I think Lala will definitely be on Real Houses of Beverly Hills some days, because this kind of behavior is what that show is all about. This kind of loud, brash, not really fully having to go uh, into the depth of your story sometimes, I think is more akin to a housewife than it is sometimes on Vanderpump Rules. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 
$30 performance polos and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey, well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm so like, maybe I'm like in the minority, but I am not into this idea of people moving into housewife roles. Like, I kind of, well, I don't think, has it really ever happened besides, what other, when has it else happened? I just think for this one, it would be interesting because we potentially haven't done it. And like, let's see if it works. Like, Lala, I would like to see with those group of ladies and shake that up. Like, can you imagine Kyle Richards in a scene with Lala? I mean, that would be, or like Erica Jane, and she's like, I thought I was getting so much sex. Yeah. Well, move over. I'm putting so many dicks in me. Like, it would be such, so dirty. <laughs> but anyway, I do. I do. Maybe it works on certain franchises. I maybe. <laughs> well, I just always think Beverly Hills is like more one of the more artificial shows in terms yeah. of presentation. That's but, true. Um, but it's like what I've learned the most doing this, if you're like to look at humanity or something is two things can be true at once. You know, I can disagree with certain things that Lala says, but I can also really enjoy Lala at times. Like it's not, you know, like I'll write off Tom Sandoval and Raquel right now. It's like really easy for me to do in my head, but like, I can be like, Oh, Lala's pretty funny in that scene. And also disagree with something she said, because I'm like, Oh, that is a little bit hypocritical. If you're going by just the show. Absolutely. I mean, like, again, I felt like last night was a perfect example of like, I have never liked Raquel, like every season, she's just, <laughs> yeah. like, drop paint, watching paint dry. I'm just like, you are so boring. And I just realized that like, if none of this scandal had happened, whoa, I might have been hashtag team Raquel this morning, because she stood yes. up for herself yes. for once. She really, I didn't find any flaws in her arguments that she was having with Lala. And I was surprised because I did not think she had it in her. It just was unfortunate that I wasn't able to fully cheer her on because I'm like, I already know this about you now. So unfortunately I can, I can appreciate you in the moment, but I can't celebrate you right now. I know it's so weird. And that's what I was, I was, I kept thinking how weird it is because both you and I know that this wasn't re-edited. 
this was going to be the show. But you've also got to understand that they didn't know all of this stuff was going to drop production. So now it takes on this whole other life. But if none of that stuff had dropped, you guys, it might have still been happening. But if we didn't know it, we would have watched last night's show. And I'm not meaning disrespect to any of the cast members, but we would have celebrated uh, Raquel and we would have said what an underdog you know it's like I always talk about on Summer House the cast can like win the episode in terms of like the actual surrounding scenes in the moment but they'll lose the overall show because the viewers won't go for it so what feels good in the moment doesn't translate to the audience and Raquel would have been completely celebrated and Lala would have been the the main villain all of a sudden and that's why I'm curious what the rest of the season is like because is it really from a perspective of this is an underdog, Raquel? Knowing what we know now, it's going to make us more upset and more upset each week. I'm so curious. Yeah. And like we really got to see, you know, we're rewriting history a little bit or some people are rewriting history a little bit with like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, James is hero and even, you know, like Lala's a hero. And <laughs> Two I'm like, things can be true at once. DJ James Kennedy can still be a horrible person. Raquel goes, he called my mom fat. Like, right? <laughs> What? I was like, yep, that's the James I remember. Here yes. we go. And I'm like, yeah, she was in a terribly, like, verbally abusive relationship with this dude. And she had a full-on panic attack. She doesn't know who she is. And she's realizing. And you see you see how she is so lost. Her and you origin, can't yeah. have – yeah, you can't have anything but empathy in that moment. In that moment. But then you come back to her life and you're like, oh, but here we are now. But, yeah, like – he, she reminded us of a lot. And it's just, again, like I, and this is why I truly, I truly hope she comes back. I want her to come. I hope there's a reunion. I hope she comes to season 11 because she, I think she needs to understand she can have a redemption arc. I know it feels impossible, but Kristen Doty still continued on that show after she slept with Jax. And I'm sorry. Ja I mean, Jax continued on that show on that situation <laughs> and the Faith situation for multiple seasons. I just yes. think this one stings me just because I think we know some of the people behind the scene. That, of course. That's why this one is harder because I'm like, I don't know if I could stomach it. Like, I'm going to watch it regardless. But it's like, that's what I kept thinking. Like, of course I want the reunion. But like, if they were all there in person and Tom comes out holding Raquel's hand, like I, it would kind of crush me because I know they would cut immediately to Ariana's reaction. And that would like, that would just be, I know it would be good TV, but I'm just like, damn, that, that would be so hard. But I guess I'm also looking, cause I just think that, that Sandoval, he's getting a lot, but I don't think he's getting in a weird way as much as Raquel. And I almost want to him to get more and that's why I, I want more screen time for him because i wanted the more real him to finally show because now we know who the real you is right so let's see it I play out he so just we can was just... like a weird eccentric guy that wanted to hear himself sing and stuff like i didn't know he was out there creeping like this and you you mentioned the origin story in terms of raquel like i don't know who i am i don't know and listen i i do have sympathy for that but that never is still a reason of like okay well it's cool what you did with ariana then like i, yeah. I don't uh, subscribe to that you know she christina kelly had that great line of treating her like a baby she's 28 years old like i know i did i still don't have things figured out completely in my life but i do know like i don't know like i, I and i understand what you're saying about sandoval but as a as a young woman yourself like i under how much sympathy or how much understanding should we give raquel because i'm just not at a place where i can do that I don't think that we have to like 
necessarily forgive her or any of that. But I do just think that we have to remember that like people make mistakes. She, she didn't, she, she can go on living her life and it, this doesn't have to destroy her. She did a horrible thing. Oh. She's never going to be friends with these people again. She needs to accept that. She needs to grow from that. But I don't mind watching people evolve in situations like this because I think situations like this unfortunately happen often. And seeing it play out and how she recovers from this – I don't know. To me, it's a really important element. I, I don't know. I need to see it because I need to see, like, has she learned? Has she grown? Or is she just, is she going to get just an awful person and then I can write her off? Like, I need to know. I don't know. I kind of need to know well, for definitely, me. I don't know. She's, she's not being canceled. She might be canceled by a lot of us, but Bravo is probably really courting her right now in a lot of different capacities to make sure she's at the reunion, to make sure she uh, potentially would film a season 11. And they're probably, you know, that's why I always crack up about Andy trying to like walk that line of like, I, you know, it was just nice. She apologized. It was nice for Kel apologize. I think there was like, like he has to walk that line of trying yeah. to not piss off anybody. Um, you know, even last night, if you watch Watch What Happens Live with Katie and Danny, you know, there were a couple times, you know, I think there's one moment where he's like, Danny, we got it. I'm going to figure it out. I know. Don't right? worry about it. Like he was like, stop <laughs> what you're about to say. I've got it. And, but I wanted to take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week. This week, we are sponsored. So bad it's good is sponsored by factor. Uh, and that is America's number one ready to eat meal kit. And I'm not joking about this. I don't know. I, I, they've, they've, they've been a sponsor on this show before. And what I think is cool is that, okay, listen, I'll just be honest with you. It, I'm lazy. You guys, I mean, I'm not lazy at this, but I'm lazy at a lot of other things and I really will eat whatever's in front of me. And I've got to be careful about that because I got to learn, I got to put good things in my stomach. And I was working out with the trainer before I hurt my knee and we were talking about meal plans and he was like, dude, you got to do factor. And I was like, dude, they're one of my sponsors. And then we high-fived and hugged. We didn't do the hug or the high-five, but he w did recommend Factor. And I was like, that's crazy. They're one of my sponsors. But you can get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. I mean, that's really it. You get to pick from options. They deliver it to your door. The meals are delicious, and they are under 550 calories um, and it, it's just amazing. You can look and feel your best in time for warmer weather. And my gosh, we need that in California. It has been raining nonstop here. But a lot of people like me are too busy to cook and I'm just not good at cooking. So with Factor, you get to skip that trip to the grocery store. You skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up too. Factor is also fresh. It's never frozen. Meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And then you're thinking, well, that's probably just, that's like cardboard. It's going to taste like cardboard. Guys, it doesn't. I They sent me and my parents a whole thing because my parents even got into this. Factor has delicious flavor-packed meals to help you live to the fullest. Now get this, you can also choose from keto, which I did. You can do vegan and veggie. You can do calorie smart and you can do protein plus options on the menu each week. Like I said, they're prepared by chefs and it's approved by dietitians. 
and my trainer, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. And what I like is that like they don't, it's not just like some protein bar. They make it good that you're eating a meal. So you have 34 chef prepared, dietitian approved weekly options. Every week, there's always something new to try. You can enjoy meals for any time of day with breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, you can replenish your snack supply because they have an assortment of like 45 plus add-ons you could also add. Um, and listen, you got to cut back on the takeout. I know, I know. I love it too, but you got to. Put the takeout money into something that's going to make you look and feel good. Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery. You put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather warms up. So eating vegan or veggie is also a snap with Factor. Each meal, like I said, prepared by the chefs. Factor Meals has all of the ingredients you want, nothing you don't. Um, and if you're looking to mix up that vegan ve uh, veggie option, you can also add the protein to it. So get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. It is ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. So head to factormeals.com, that's F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S.com slash SoBad50. I'm going to put this in the show notes as well. Go check it out for yourself. Don't just say no. Go check it out. Do it for the show. Do it for me, but also do it for you. Use code SOBAD50 to get 50% off your first box. So that's code SOBAD50 at factormeals.com slash SOBAD50, 50% off your first box. You know, like, I think yeah. there's a worry of upsetting Raquel at this point, which is bizarre. I think so, too, because, yeah, I mean, she could just walk away. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people wouldn't care, but I think the network would. And I think, again, people who are so invested in the story also care because we want to see you explain yourself, explain yourself. Like, it's just know. you <laughs> owe it to us. Well, OK, if you were Ariana right now. I always say, you know, and I've said this before this situation broke, I always thought, oh, like, oh, she's like the Yoda of the group. She's always like the most like kind of seems well adjusted. She works on her mental health, but admits she does have mental health issues like a lot of us do. You know, I feel like there's so much to look up to. Um, would you uh, in her spot continue to do the show? Because this is kind of a devastation that we might feel just as like, but it is truly a devastation and a betrayal that that I think is you know, a nine-year relationship, and this has been going on for at least what we know, seven months, would you continue on this show that has brought, I mean, money, you could say, but a lot of uh, just bad vibes? I would absolutely do the show. I think that, and I've said it before, she can do the show and not have to film with either of them. It might be difficult because we hear that Sandoval is refusing to leave the house. So that might be a problematic so if there, you have to film and he won't leave the house. But the reality is we also learned from, I think, the Bravo doc. It talked about she signed as like sort of a joint on this yeah. home equity line in order for Schwartz and Sandy. So it's like we actually sadly need Schwartz and Sandy to succeed so that she doesn't fail. I also hey, need listen, to I'm, I'm see... wearing the hat. There's only so much I can do for this place. I'm wearing the – yeah. Yeah. And we need to see something about her thrive. So we need to see yeah. that come to fruition and we need to see it get all the promo on the season. So yes, I really want her to do the season. I don't, she doesn't need to watch one single episode. She could film the entire thing and never have to watch it, but I want her to get 
what she deserves out of this. And um, and then, yeah, I just would never watch an episode. And I'd be like, I'm not going to film one scene with them. Are you excited to see Jax and Brittany return to watch What Happens Live next Wednesday? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I care. I mean, because I assume Jax is really... The reality is he probably was going to come on for that new show he's doing on E! anyway. So I'm kind of like, but now because of the whole scandal, he can get to talk about this. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoy... I've always said I actually enjoy Jax. I watch anytime he goes live. It's the most entertaining <laughs> shit I've ever watched. Like, what's well, so pious? You know, it's it's like you know, Andy. Thank you for asking me that question. Um, you know, when Sandoval, what he's doing here? Like, I mean, I, if he was honest, I would rather Andy just go take us into the mind of a serial cheater, Jax. What is Sandoval thinking in this moment? He's like, that's great. You know, uh, when I cheated on Brittany one of the third or fourth times, I remember thinking. Uh, well, who am I? What am I doing? Like, I mean, wouldn't that be fascinating instead of the, oh like, God, of, like, I was just playing a villain on TV. That's all it was, man. Oh, my God. That would actually be hilarious. You should lead that. Yeah, you should be the uh, interviewer. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if they're going to sit there with straight faces and badmouth all of this situation without actually internally looking and going, oh, I have a lot of information about men that I could be sharing right now and why we do the things that we do. I think that would go such a long way to people going like, damn, this guy really has grown because he's actually been through similar situations and on the show. Well, have you submitted your questions on Twitter to Andy? Because I think these are very important. No, I haven't. I mean, I, I got it. You're right. I should. Well, Jax has blocked me, so he won't see it. So, but Andy will <laughs> potentially. Um, Wait, okay. I, I thought you were unblocked, but okay. <laughs> no, on Instagram, on Instagram. And okay. also, like that was what he did uh, himself. I didn't ask to be unblocked, and like I was like I didn't also care, so I wasn't going to be like, "Well, you're at it, unblock me on Twitter." Like I still am mad about what the guy said about Ariana and her sexuality and her mental health. Like I thought that was gross, mm-hmm. and I still do. Um, but it is like I keep calling it like inviting ancient evils back. Like look what Sandoval did. He's like inviting everybody, like. I mean, it's like everybody's coming running with this, and that's the part I find fascinating. What do you think, um, in terms of last night's show, uh, what stood out for you in terms of any of the scenes? It doesn't even have to be related to Raquel in any way. Honestly, I was like, I was just blown away in the first eight minutes. Because again, like her, you know, crying and hearing them talk about her. And then I was like, the fact that I immediately started feeling bad for her, that was just weird. I was like, why do I have these feelings? I know people are really analyzing that final scene when, you know, she shows up with Charlie at the boys night and like, you know, and I'm just kind of like, again, I don't see anything there. People who are trying to say, it looks like Sheena might know. Sheena did not know. Like, I don't like all of this stuff. So nothing really stood out specifically other than, wow, I sometimes hate that I'm part of this machine that feeds information so early. Because if we took the time and just allowed it to play out and watched it, I think we would have different perspectives and different takes on it. But like, because we're being fed this information at warp speed and making, coming to these conclusions that aren't real, we get so skewed. And so then it's like, we go back and we're confused about our feelings. And I want to just feel the feelings sometimes. Yeah. There, there's no delicacy to any of this, you know, like, like a lot of us, including myself are sledgehammers. And then, you know, it, it doesn't leave a lot of room to, 
you know, try to understand the entire situation. I mean, we do eventually change over the years and stuff like that, but in the moment, it is this white hot heat and you're really, you know, even when it comes to making silly memes, you're like trying to hit as hard as you can, as quick as you can with whatever you're feeling in that moment. But, uh, you know, the thing that keeps standing out to me though is that thing I think Katie said in the very beginning, which I thought was something really interesting to look at is what what uh, throws me off about Raquel is that she seems to always be attracted to somebody that's in a relationship or somebody that's like newly out of a relationship. And to me, that's a really interesting thing to actually zero in on in terms of psychology, because that's an actual thing. Like people actually do that. I mean, that might not even be obvious to Raquel, but she's glomming on to people that she sees that are in these relationships because these are potentially the kind of things that she wants to do. And then Sandoval sees that that's the thing. And he just, he likes that, you know, she's looking at him with all the admiration in the world and he's able to kind of teach her things and he's got to have a huge boner for that. You're so right because, you know, we don't, I mean, I know Raquel has a complicated past. I think there was an adoption. Like I don't know much about her history, but I think she does have a complicated relationship with siblings and even girl. The fact, oh, that was what stood out. You reminded me when she walked into the resort and said, I've just never really done many girls trips. That is so significant to me because like, I like look back and I'm like, I feel like 99.9% of, and I was in a relationship for a decade. Still 99.9% of my trips have been girls trips because it is just such an important thing as a woman to experience and to have. And when she said she just didn't, hadn't had, hadn't had many, I was like, this explains so much about her relationships with women and girls and sisterhood. And like, again, no excuses, but it explains a lot. So you're saying if she had been invited on more girls trips, this would never have happened with Sandoval. <laughs> so you're, how dare you women not invite her on early? No, I mean, the, no, you're, you're really right, though. And the other thing I, I wanted to ask and I kept thinking about overnight was, you know, we keep bringing up like mean girls. Oh, you're being mean girls. Oh, you're being this. But there's got to be and, and sorry if I'm there's got to be a time when there should be mean girls. There's got to be a time when like when does it not mean girls and when it's like pointing out behavior that is troubling. Like that's the thing I keep arguing with in my head because I really understand it coming from Katie's perspective with what she's actually actively going through in that moment with Schwartz and what she's dealt with like for the last nine years on that show. But when is it OK? Like when does it like is there ever a time for mean girls? Here's the thing, and I, this is not going to be a popular answer. I'm always okay with mean girls. When I call someone a mean girl, I say there's a mean girl situation. It's not because I necessarily think I they need to stop. Like bullying is one thing. Like if I and I rarely ever say bullying because people overuse the fuck out of it. But like I'm a mean girl. I mean, go through my text messages. You'll see plenty <laughs> of mean girl behavior in there. I'm, I'm a mean saying, girl too. Then damn it. Yeah, like we it, look, it's fine to be a mean girl and you you know, like it makes you maybe learn you get quicker, you learn comebacks. Like it, it happens, but um so yeah, when I when I said that yeah, they were being mean girls in the episode, it's not like I'm like, oh, and they need to like go down for it. Horrible women. Yeah. Like no, they're being mean girls and okay, that's also what I watch reality TV for. If you think I'm watching reality TV for for good girls, 
for nice girls. <laughs> you got it twisted. Kiki, wouldn't it be great if we just watch boring episodes from here on out? We're like, you know what? This is another scene where they were just all great girls. And I really appreciated a lot of manners, a lot of pleases, a lot of thank yous. Loved it. Like, I fell asleep 10 times, but I loved it. You know, I mean, you're right. Like, this is what they're celebrated for. I just sometimes think. What is the differentiation of like, it, it can be Mean Girls, but sometimes there's a reason. Like, I I was appreciating Katie's restraint the last couple of episodes because each episode Raquel would be like, by the way, I tried to make out with your uh, shorts. And Katie would just sit there and like, you know, the instinct would be just to strangle somebody. And she just sat there and didn't. And I was like, that is incredible restraint. So like from Katie's perspective, I'm like, wow. But like Lala is the one that just pops off. And I don't know. I just keep thinking about, is there ever a time for mean girls? And you're saying potentially there is, it doesn't mean you're like full mean girl 24 seven. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, no, I think in your impression of Raquel, I'm still, I'm dying. Sorry. Well, that's even, even in that Vegas moment, Kiki, when she comes in and she's like, by the way, this is the only moment I've like, went like I really admire her was her putting all the food in one thing and microwaving it I was like that's smart I do that I just jam a lot of food and I'll heat it up I don't even care what's in it you know everybody's like what are you doing like I'm like that's what I do all the time that's how I eat like regular meals is just jam as much into it and but then Lala goes like tell you what girl I wouldn't trust my man around you drinking and Raquel is obviously drunk and then she says it with the weakest like but thank God you don't have a mountain. And everybody's like, what? What did you say? Holy shit. What did you say? And I'm like, she's obviously, she couldn't even get the thought sentence out of her mouth. You know oh what I'm saying? God. I'm like, and they're all like, did you fucking see that? This girl just fucking came at me. And like Raquel. Oh my just God, like, I'm going to die. Like, oh my God, I, know I'm she, I know there is really evil things that she's done. You know, I really do. But I think in that moment, it's also, I don't know. I just keep thinking like, well, I, I don't know. I'm so confused, but I'm, I'm never like in Raquel's corner, but I'm like some things like that. I'm like, even in the scene, don't you just see she's like stupidly messed up and it's like, why it's not even worth it. It, she was stupidly messed up, but also it was like the first time I actually felt like Raquel was having good comebacks and I was like loving it. And it was just like, again, it was just like, it felt like such a bummer because I'm just like, I wanted, I wanted to cheer you on because this is actually great right now, but um, I couldn't, but it was, yeah. I, I don't know. It was good. I, I, I and then. <laughs> Then the star, the star thing, they go into her room and she pled the star lights on there. And I was like, is she on acid? Like, what is she like? I, I mean, that's wild to, have to travel with that setup. But I don't I don't I don't care. I just I just thought that was wild. I looked at it as just like she's a TikTok generation kid. They all have stars and they sleep under these starry projectors. It's like how they all sleep. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of thing I, I don't I love that I'm whispering. Not like that's the kind of thing that cracks me up, too, is that. Lala's the one that like used to have like a ba- she had her blanket with her and then she used to suck on the remember like the milk bottle baby with bottle the yeah I'm like we all have weird shit when we travel like in retrospect yeah we want to find out every bad thing about Raquel and make fun of everything but I'm like I mean I I weirdly think Lala and Raquel have a lot more in common than Lala is even considering I'm not saying Lala would do that to Ariana ever but there is some interesting similarities and it doesn't even end with DJ James Kennedy. They both slept with him. 
And I was going to say, she probably likes to sleep with music on under the stars because she probably did that with DJ James Kennedy. He was like probably <laughs> in the room, like boom, 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 like naked in the corner, like before they like got down. And like, that's probably how they had sex every night. And so that's just what she's used to. Uh, coming in, it's me, DJ James Kennedy, ready to lick your puss. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but it is weird though like you're like you said then we have these dj james kennedy scenes last night where he's like what's it gonna be dj raquel next which would be hysterical but uh then he goes and meets tom and schwartz at tom tom for a guy's night and this is another thing that's weird like sandoval says he's like yeah man i was just texting schwartz earlier let's get let's get it james's dick wet i'm like Wait, doesn't James have a girlfriend in this? This is—is is this how guys are like? I know you're committed with somebody, but let's go out and get your dick wet tonight. It was yeah. just a weird off comment for me. It is like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, he ha- they live together. Like, it's a thing. Also, the the lightning bolt necklace. Everybody's like, it, it made its first appearance tonight. I've seen that lightning bolt necklace way before this. I mean, I think that's, and also the Tom Tom logo, you guys, has a lightning running right through it. I think that is a thing that Tom's into. I think maybe then, who knows where Raquel's necklace? I mean, I'm sure it does have something to do with Tom in so many ways. But I'm, I'm, I, I, st- I mean, I could be proven wrong, but I still don't think I, I really do think this started after the the Vegas trip. It absolutely did, and I know that like. You know, because of Chris's podcast, she said it had that she fed the Coachella rumor. But I'm sorry, I believe Kale. He confirmed it, and that is also what I've heard from multiple people. Dude, absolutely, Coachella with Kale. That's what I kept saying. I was like, I don't know. But then Dodie said on the vile thing of like, it definitely did happen at Coachella. I'm like, Dodie, you weren't with us. Like, I, I mean, listen, anything is bound to be possible. But I just. Like it was a whole like Sheena Logan. Everybody was there, and that was just not the vibe. Um, I if anything, he was hanging out. Like I saw him hanging out with Billy Lee tons. I saw him hanging out with. It was never like on. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing that I'm like. Everybody wants these things to be true, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't. I would love to feed that flame and go. Oh my god, you guys, it was insane. Like, yeah. but there were tons of times when we were like dancing with her, like that Raquel wasn't even around. Like she wasn't even there. Yeah. And my whole thing is, is like, why would she admit to her best friend when it started and it still be a lie? You're still telling someone something awful happened. Why would you lie about the time? There'd be no, there'd be no benefit for her to lie about it starting at Coachella versus it starting seven months ago. Like, what would be the difference? So I don't think that she would lie to her best friend about when it started. So I'm going to absolutely be like, it's just the Coachella thing didn't happen. I, I really don't think it did, but like I just I'm like at this point, I mean, obviously they're making poor decisions, so who knows when the poor yeah. decision started. I just really do think it was after that time because even psychologically you think about Sandoval in that moment of like Ariana is like suffering the loss of her dog that had been there for 18 years or like very long time. And uh, Tom probably felt like he wasn't getting the attention that he was getting in so many of these other avenues of his life. And, you know, here's Raquel just looking up and eating up everything Sandoval says, because, you know, this is my imagination of what they talked about after the Vegas trip of like Raquel was like, they were so mean to me. I had to leave Havasu. And he was like, fuck Lala. 
Fuck, fuck all those girls. You are such, you're a piece of gold. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to, and like, and she, you could just tell he probably heard that they were like, and she's like, no, Raquel, you're amazing. You're amazing. And she was like, oh my God, oh my God, you're amazing. I could see where that would have really potentially heated things up because he loves to get his ego stoked. And she loves to have somebody tell her that she uh, is, is a good person because she oh, doesn't yeah. know who she is potentially. They both love the attention. And these are Emmy-worthy impressions, by the way. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I we were looking at a couple off-Broadway spots, and I'm hoping that it's going to be a long run. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> One night only. <laughs> One night. <laughs> the scandal. <laughs> the scandal. Under lightning bolts. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so as we wind down here, uh what's else is there anything else going on in the world right now? I heard some banks collapsed. I heard like I don't know, like is any what what is coming? Are we Yeah, it's like there's there was a mother a mothership passed by uh Earth apparently in twenty seventeen. Even came down and they were like, What's going on with the scandal saying? We don't really understand the context. The mothership. Yeah, NBC actually said the Pentagon chief said that there's possibly a mothership of aliens that's sending little smaller probes and like we've just kind of ignored <laughs> ignored it it's like why yeah like don't like we we keep always referring to idiocracy as like our, our you know we are turning oh, no. into that movie idiocracy and we are and if you haven't seen it just watch it but now it's like we're also turning into don't look up because we're just like uh, no nothing's happening don't oh. worry Banks aren't collapsing. Don't worry. Just don't look over here. Look at the scandal. Look at the scandal. <laughs> no, it's wild. Like you, and I know these things are escapism for us, but like we view them with such a realistic lens and really like delve into it. But we can't really put that lens onto our own lives sometimes. Like I would rather point out the 30 things wrong that everybody on the show is doing than the billion things wrong that I'm doing in my own life that's wrong, you know? The amount of stuff I am not doing by just even doing the show. It's like, I don't, I am just escaping my whole life. I'm like, what, can you give me more things to do that have nothing to do with real, like, responsibilities? I'm going to do all of them today. Thank you. <laughs> well, so, I mean, what other stories have you been, because that's the other thing I keep going, like, is there any other, and for you, you cover news and stuff on your Instagram, which, by the way, you already follow her if you don't, at the talk of shame, TikTok, Instagram, the whole thing. And she's going to have a lot of things actually coming up that I think are super exciting. You can follow them all there. But what I keep wondering myself is like, when am I going to be inspired to make some kind of silly meme about anything else other than this? Like I watched Miami real houses in Miami and I loved it so much. And I was like, Oh, this is so good. But then I watched Jersey the other night and I was like, I don't really find anything like nothing's like standing out for me. And I'm like, when, you know, am I going to feel the same way with Ben Affleck and a coffee cup again? Like, when am I going to go back to me? You know, I think it will, I think it's just going to take time. I mean, unfortunately I think that we're going to be caught up in this for a couple more months and i know that's I know. hard <laughs> dude look at me i can't even I, i'm like I'm, my, I'm falling apart my knee i have to go knee surgery my eyes are like just, i mean it's all just like it's going down but like what other stories for you because you do have to cover everything and you are covering everything like are is your heart in it like is your like when, when is your heart in things and when is it not I think that like the the stuff that's heavy heavier is like so heavy right now that I am avoiding it a little bit because um politics is heavy, <laughs> things are getting taken away and so it's like it feels like 
okay, so I'm trying to ease on into things like Buffalo Wild Wings lawsuits. And uh, then, you know, by the way, you guys, this guy did like a nine million or seven million dollar frivolous lawsuit where he said because Buffalo Wild Wings, what they do is like it's not like peeling off from the bone and then those are the wings. They take chicken breast, they put their buffalo sauce on it, they fry it. It's like not a big deal. But this guy goes, "You lied to me, Buffalo Wild Wings. You lied to me. I think I've been eating boneless chicken wings, and you've lied." And even Buffalo Wild Wings put out a tweet going like, yeah, our hamburgers aren't made out of ham, our da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, we're such a lawsuit-hungry like society that this thing actually even, you know, got press. But then everyone pointed out, like, this is the same thing that happened to Red Bull, and they won because a guy took him to court over Red Bull, didn't give me wings. And it wasn't legit like he thought he was going to get wings. It was more about, like... (laughs) The claims they made about, like, you know, having extra energy and and taking it, you know. And so they legit won that lawsuit. They had to pay out something like, you know, $15 million or 13. It was like $13 million to anyone who had bought Red Bull in the 10-year period. And so it happens. And so I think they can still say, like, Red Bull gives you, like, wings. I think it's where they put, like, wings. I don't know. Like... (laughs) No, it's true though. Like they, no, I, it's so sad. Like that's how I hurt my knee. I jumped off a cliff after three Red Bulls, but I actually, that was just me making a poor decision. I didn't even, I was just running and jumping places. Um, that's insane. Wait, so like, what is your process for what you post? I mean, do you just get up early? Cause you're always up. You're always like, you're up way earlier than me. You go to bed way later than me. And I think and like, are you just scouring every newspaper? Are you like Google alerts for everything? Like what's your process? I literally get up and I just start consuming. Yeah, I like start reading things and just scrolling and just seeing like what's happening. Like, I wish that I had the ability to have a more organized page, but everything I talk about really is like timely or even just how I'm feeling. Like sometimes I don't want to report on like what everyone else is reporting on because you see your page and you're just like, everyone's talking about it. So I want to talk about something completely different. And, um, you know, what can I have a spin on? You know, I love when I get into the legal stuff, but there's not too many celebrity cases happening right now i mean i am looking forward not looking forward to but like if shia labeouf and fk twigs if that lawsuit you know happens um you know that will obviously i'm gonna try to go to this uh hearing for the restraining order for sheena and uh i'll see you there we, we're gonna be we're we're gonna be dueling coverage where I'm just gonna be jumping in your shot and I'm gonna be like you know uh, which by I mean I was hearing that potentially this was gonna be dropped it has not been dropped yet and I'm kind of really curious where this goes from here as we end I swear to God I'm gonna let you go is that have you heard anything lately what's the latest is there any inside scoop is there anything we should uh, keep an eye out for in this next week because I do know information keeps dropping but is there anything new that you've kind of heard that you can share with us about anything Uh, not yet I heard that something like was really gonna happen this week yeah but I but but I'm like wondering if it was related to maybe this restraining order and maybe that didn't happen and so maybe it got pulled away I don't know um Obviously, like, I wish it would just get dropped. I wish the reunion would just go on as normal. But um, I guess we'll see. I mean, who knows? Um, I mean, have we, I mean, like, 
We haven't had any Tom uh, Sandoval coverage in terms of just like seeing him out and about. Like in the last time we saw Raquel out and about was like a TMZ photo from a week ago. Yeah. So I am curious what they are doing at this moment. You know, we do know Tom has been in and out of the house. Um, and I, I'm just curious because we know Schwartz is in Winter House right now. And we've seen photos of that. But I am just really curious, not curious in of a like so excited, but I really am curious of like, are they talking? Are they not talking? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I have heard from multiple sources that Raquel skipped town. So I, she's not, you know, around here right now. And so I imagine that if they are communicating, it's just via text or steamy videos. It, it would be fu- it would be funny if Raquel like uh, escaped to Lake Havasu. And she was like, I liked it so much that the girls ruined my trap. <laughs> and by the way, shout out to Charlie. Charlie, I mean, I know it was me, but like Charlie jumped in there. Like she sometimes yeah. can just like nail people. And I like, I forgot that it's just really interesting when people just, I mean, Christina Kelly too. Christina Kelly has said like a couple really fascinating things over the short time mm-hmm. that she's been on this season. So uh, I'm really curious about all this. Maybe Raquel's at the mothership right now. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, Kiki Monique, I, I really do. And I, I don't even think you're like, like you might have a podcast that like you've done before, but I really think you're going to have your own TV show. Like I called this two and a half years when we talked for the first time, but I know I feel it in my bones. Like you will have, you pop on TV so much. Like you really do. I was looking at you even at the crappy awards and photos and I'm like, you just pop. And I think you, you know, like just what a cool future you have. Even if you don't sometimes believe it for yourself, I believe it for you. So it's really cool to watch your ascension and just, uh, for, don't forget about, uh, us little people when you're up there, you know? Up in the mothership, I won't forget. <laughs> yeah, please, please don't anally probe me when you take me into the mothership. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Is there anything else that we should be supporting though? Um, no. I'm, well, you know, I am going to be doing some cool like yellow jacket stuff next week. Um, wait, so what? that pre- well, the yellow jacket, you know, the the new season premieres, and so yes, um, I love yellow jackets. I might be doing some cool like red carpet stuff with them next week. So no. just follow me and um you'll see some cool stuff maybe i'm i i'm like just ho- i'm hoping i get to meet like if i get to meet if i get to meet julia lewis and christina reach all i know is i'm gonna die i'm gonna die oh my god christina reach is so good i mean every one of those ladies is so good i'm so excited to have yellow jacket season two back and succession back on the same weekend and it's gonna be so good to have scripted television that i don't have to like I, you know, I would rather watch girls eat each other in like a crashed, like woodsy area <laughs> than Vanderpump Rules right now. So I am so excited to see that. That will be amazing. Congrats. Yes. Well, uh, so follow you guys at the Talk of Shame. You'll see all of that stuff and know exactly where to go to support Kiki. Thank you so much, Kiki. We've got a long season ahead of us. Yes, we do. Betches.